You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. Hell yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're, we're back here continuing the conversation with Carlos, which has been cool because we've been talking off air and then like jumping back into it. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, wait, 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 we got we let, Let's just talk it in the air because we it's too good to pass up. Yeah. So we, we were talking about, uh, well, right now you were talking a little bit about this guy in these groups doing tubs for 150 bucks, oh. uh, which is Always fun, you know. There's always some some people like that. It's interesting to say the least. Yeah, I, I wanted to, to touch base though on um, the importance of branding, which I've talked about before. But there's a guy in the groups named uh, Brett Gammons, I believe. Okay, and he's his company's called Miraculous Makeovers. Oh, okay. He's okay. always talking about branding. That guy, I asked him to come on the podcast. He said he would. By the way, um. So that's exciting. Shout out, Brett. Yeah, he he has the right idea about branding, and you know I think kind of the thing that we were talking about the other day, which I'm going to touch base on it. Might be a little controversial, but we're going to talk about it. It, it calls out some people in the groups, um, but I think he kind of gets upset with what I got upset about that day that I was telling you about people saying like, "Look, uh, you know, is it slow for anybody else?" And then the other guy jumps in and he says, it's slow it's down here too. here too. Oh, yeah. well, well, at least it's not just me. It's like, oh yeah, that's You're, all it took for you to be like, confirm how reassuring ha- yourself. Have yeah. you ever heard about confirmation bias? Yeah. It's like, I'm not slow. Oh, well, that's because you're in Orlando. No, come on. Let's, let's keep it real. Um, he made a post and I think it might've been in reference to that a little bit. Maybe not, but I, I, the way I saw it, it was like it came after that. So he's like, stop chasing shitty leads, you know, brand yourself. Yes. If you're not busy now, be yes. busy next year, yeah. work towards that shit. That's how you got to think about it. Yes, sir. Branding is something that never stops. Um, As and, a matter of fact, it should be evolving every time. Don't ever settle. Yep. If something's good, try and find a way to multiply that. But go ahead. We're, I, I want to break down for people who don't understand the difference between a company and a brand, yep. right? A company is a company is what on paper, the name, the professionalism, all that stuff, right? Because who the who the fuck would hire you if you weren't a professional? Exactly. Like that is not what branding is. Branding is what differentiates you from the next guy. So everybody in town who, who let's let's okay, not every single person. I get it. But everybody in town who's in your market, who's competing with you, right? The guy who, the, that company that you know down the street who actually does a good job and you guys have similar clientele, they're professionals too. So when, if your only line of defense is, you know, we're I'm the best. professional. Yeah. <laughs> I, we do this professionally and I'm the best in town. And if you want the best quality, go with me. Oh, well, his stuff's going to fall off in a year. You're sure you want to do it? If that's all you're saying, Keep in mind, they're saying that about you exactly. and the next one. And, and by, it just keeps on going. You know what I mean? And, and it's just ironic because they're all co- competitively priced and stuff. It, it's like me and Bath Art here in, in Orlando, right? Yeah. Um, 
And and like I said, I talked to Christian. That's cool. We were just talking about him. Um, but the brand is what differentiates you for real. So what is branding? Branding is your customer service skills. Touches back on that. What your what the content you post perceives out into the world. Branding is more perception and painting the picture than it is to have a company. Exactly. Now, let's d- dive a little deeper into that. What is painting the picture? When you pick up the phone and they ask you, hey, so I was curious about the process, and you just start going into a spiel that you have written down, and you didn't bother to ask what part of the process. You go into that spiel, you sound like every other jackass in town. You're not listening to them. When you are a fucking brand who knows what you're about, all the stuff about professionalism and stuff, that's baked in. That's inherent. The difference is you're going to listen and you're going to tailor your product and your brand to fit their lifestyle. Exactly. And what, what, what they're struggling with. So you might go into this big-ass spiel about, and we do an asset edge and we do this and this and this, and they might be like, well, actually, I was going to ask you, you know, could you not use an asset etch because I'm kind of concerned I put new tile down? And now, are they going to trust you if you tell them, look, you know, we do, we actually, that's our process, but we could actually just do crosslink only and it's going to be just as effective. Now it just kind of sounds like you're, you're trying just to just trying to say anything, trying to say anything to get the sale. Exactly. But if you would have listened to them in the beginning, you're like, look, normally we use this, but we actually use this too. And it really doesn't need to be etched. We usually etch out of precaution. Hey, hey. hey that worked perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So we actually etch out of precaution, nope. but you don't really need to etch. And if I send you the right tech, who is going to guarantee the job, the, the, he's going to do it the right way. Yeah. And you're going to get that. and you're, you're, you're not, There's not going to be any concern about etch ruining your tile, anything like that. Yeah. But if you never ask the question. You're oh, not going to know the answer. And if you come off as a fucking sleazy salesman trying to do anything to get the sale, yeah. they're going to call the next guy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You got to listen to your clients, everybody. Yep. yep. And, 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 and it's asking guiding questions, but go ahead. Yeah. It, actually, I was just going to ask you. Because I feel like lately you've been closing a lot more in sales. Yeah. That probably has a lot more to do with you actually asking people questions rather than answering them, right? Yes. yes. Like you've literally been digging down in the clients and really getting to know the root of why they're calling you. You know, what happened? Is it the color? You know, is there broken tile? Do you need bonding, chips and tile? A lot of people don't even break down into these things anymore. They're pretty much expecting the same script role that they're just going to tell you and they told 13 other people. But no, like Daniel actually sits down, takes his time and he's asking you the questions about why did you call us? You know, like what's going down? Is this a flip? Are you leaving in a week? Is this a house you're going to move that you're moving into or that you're going to be living for the next 20 years? I'm so what matters to you? I'm so fucking glad you brought that up because you were here the other day sitting in on a sales call. Yep. You don't think to ask that question before you throw them a number. Mm-hmm. If they're flipping a house and they're going to sell it within a year, yes, you deliver quality. But you also, you can hey, bro, I'll give you a fucking discount. You have a discount. You can afford to. Exactly. In, in the sense that they're, they're, they're selling it. Mm-hmm. 
They're selling it. Your liability is less. We price these things with the understanding that someone might call in 10 years. But if you know for 100% they're not going to, why are you going to sell somebody a diamond who just needs a fucking a pearl, bro? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. They, they just want something shiny. It doesn't have to be the diamond. Exactly. You know, like you can help out at that point because you know that you you can haggle with it. You you know they're not going to call you back. Mm-hmm. You know, the quality's still going to be there. That's 100%. Like you're still going to deliver that shiny really shiny tub it's still gonna look super good and you still do a good job you're not gonna skip out on the process it's not about the process Mm -hmm. it's about the warranty at that point in time Mm -hmm. you know it's about the warranty at that point in time nothing else changes yep literally nothing else changes and and again you ask the questions because you get to guide the conversation too many people find out it's a flip later after they already are teetering on losing the sale oh i don't want to spend that much money because it's a flip and now you try to be like well we could just i could do it for less if you don't want a warranty what does that sound like to the customer desperation is a stinky cologne yes and it and it also just sounds back to the other thing you're doing anything to get the sale now oh well why would he lessen the warranty you just reverted back to sleazy salesman at that point He's going to revert the warranty now because he's going to do a worse job because he knows I'm selling it. And but it, if you guide the question and, and you're the one telling them, look, I'll be fair. Normally I charge this, but if I don't have to have the liability, I could do it for less. We're still going to deliver you a good job. But when it, you need to lead the conversation there naturally, not pick up the pieces once you already took the L, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's why asking questions matter. The client isn't going to tell you, I'm flipping this house. I'm going to be gone in a week. They don't do that, Mm -hmm. especially the home flippers. You know what the home flippers do? They're actually calling everyone just to hear pricing. They don't care, but they will put that attention to detail on the ones that they can sense actually care about the sales process, Mm -hmm. actually care about what it is that you're looking for. A lot of these people, and I've been dealing with home flippers for the longest time, they're just calling just to hear. All right. Hey, how much was it? Okay, perfect. Thank you. You know, and they call, they're calling 10 people on that day. And how do, they, you, how do you differentiate yourself? How do you, how do you make sure they come out knowing, damn, Bast of Guys really is the brand, bro? When you care. Yeah. When you care, they're going to be like, damn, okay. When you care. This is the, a different conversation than the last nine I've had. Or it's actually a conversation or it's actually a conversation and not just the same repetitiveness that they're listening. Not just, yeah, send me pictures and I'll send you a number. Yeah. No, that's not how you close jobs at scale, bro. Yeah. How you close jobs at scale is you fucking go and you say, look, Hey, I'm, I might be tied up right now. Let me call you back in about an hour and I'll explain to you what we do. Some of these people like they, they just look and I'm, I'm guilty of it sometimes too. We're at fast pace. Sometimes we got to do it like that. I'm ju- I was just going to bring it up. But I actually, I lost a bid to bathtub guys because I did that. I didn't bother with a lot of things. It was just a quick one, too. I'm trying to answer questions. Next thing I know, after I've talked to this client who's a home flipper, Daniel's like, hey, I locked down this tub, sends me the photos. And I'm like, well, I'll be fucking damned. I just lost that job to you. And I had a conversation with him. I didn't ask anything I, 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 he, I asked for photos. I didn't get, I, I was for whatever reason busy at that moment. I didn't bother to call him. I, I, I missed my steps, which normally I'm very precautious about. Missed it. And sure enough, who did it go to? 
I still ended up with a job, but it wasn't my job at that point in time anymore. And that it's funny. I got to laugh at that point. And I, and I told you, I was like, yo, dude, I literally just lost his job to you. Yep. Literally. And it still ended up at me. So that was a lesson learned for me, but it was a lesson learned in the sense that even for one second, even for one phone call, don't skip out on these questions. Don't skip out on the important parts of it because you will get burned. And, and you need to learn and practice. Look, there's a, a YouTube channel called The Contractor Fight. A gentleman runs it named Tom Reber. Okay. And he, he pushes a sales program called Shinfu. It is basically how you deal with people's common objections. If you can get through... The objection, what's the most common objection? Might be, hey, I got to talk to my husband about it. If you can get over that, the chance of you closing that sale might have been 25. It's probably 50 if you can get over that. Oh, yeah. And then jumps up to 25 if you can get over the, yeah, well, we just really don't have the money for that. Oh, yeah. If you can get over that objection, now your chances are really high to close this thing. And dealing with the objection isn't, dealing with the money objection isn't always, well, I'll give you a discount. No, no, no. Ask questions i'll jump into that in a little bit but that job in particular that gentleman was so impressed by me asking him questions he asked me out on a date did he really he he was like hey come have coffee i'm a house flipper and i need someone who's gonna do this all the time (laughs) because i i asked him i'm like what are you doing with this i was like you know nobody's asked me that that's funny and i asked him what he was doing with the house because i was like look like I'm going to do it for you for 800 For a bathroom like that, you know how I charge. Yeah. It had to be stripped. But I was like, I'll do it for 800 because you're selling the place. I don't have to worry about it in yeah. a year. But I guided the conversation there. Yeah. It didn't come after. When it comes after, it just feels like damage control. It feels like you're trying to kiss his ass to give you the fucking job, bro. Because it came after, I didn't even try. I, I, I didn't even try pursuing it at that point. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to sound desperate. I, that's, and that's something I... Don't want exactly. I don't and, want the and the thing is, part. we know when we take the L, mm-hmm. and there's a way to recover from it, and the and the, but the recovery, ha- a couple things have to align for you to recover from that taking that L. Yep. But, um, bro, the way you get these questions, like branding 101, is like you're gonna make them talk to bathtub guys, talk to your company, talk to eight kings, longer than they talk to everybody else. Yep. What does that do? They get to know you. They'd start getting familiarized with you. Yes. How many times, bro, and when I'm in these conversations, I get the, what was your name again? A bunch of times. And, and the next <laughs> That's time, because you're genuinely interested at exactly. that point. And then they're interested because you're not just trying to sell them. You're trying to really see if you could even really offer them a solution. Mm-hmm. Because if, look, look, let's be real. If you start the conversation, you're like, you get to the money talk. And they're like, you know, I'm really on a tight budget. I can only do this 500 bucks for a tub and towel. Well, then you end the conversation. Like, why would, you, why would you want even to tell, send your quote with all the bells and whistles? But if, if you know, he's not in the budget for that. Yep. You're wasting your time. Yep. So, look, it, the way I like to think of it, and this is what they teach in Shinfu, which I actually bought the course. You want, I can share it with you, too. It's going to help you with, with sales. But it, it teaches you how to unravel these conversations. They call it peeling back layers. So whenever they say something... You got to know how to retaliate. So like, like uh, they'll ask like, you know, how much does it cost? Well, you know, typically, you know, I, I could give you a range if I understood a little bit more about the situation. That's when you, and before you even give them a chance to talk, you ask them a question. So what are you guys doing with this house? Is this something that you guys are going to sell? Are you guys going to live here? Okay, we're going to live here. Now you 
check. Quality matters now. Exactly. Quality matters now. The warranty matters. Warranty matters. You know that there, the conversation needs to go this way because this is something that they're going to want to last for a long, long time. And, and also you start getting the gears going in your head. Who am I going to send to this? And how long should we take on it? Exactly. And all of those things. Um, you know, okay, so what color were you thinking about of this? Oh, I really wanted something like gray. Now you know. Before you send a bid and then after you're like, hey, we charge more for colors. Now you know. Just bake it into the fucking thing. They want it gray. Yeah. And if they say something about it after the fact, that's fine. But you're getting these ideas going. And, and, and then, okay, you know, get to the point where everything's good. They're liking the conversation where it's going. And, and you know, all right, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to send you a, a quote written, but, like, would you be comfortable talking about how much something like this might cost? They're always going to say yes. If it's the right person on the phone, right? Yeah. But 90% of the time, they're going to say yes. Okay. So something like this, look, like, we, we can charge, you know, something like this based off of what it is. Uh, it's typically like 750 bucks. Maybe it might be 850 um, it just depends. But how does that how does that sound to you? You give them a high and a low range, even though you know more or less where you're going to be on it. But obviously, you want to leave a little bit of room sometimes until after you've seen the pictures, all these things, so you can adjust. Yeah. But you know, at this point, they're just describing it to you, and you they're gonna they're always thinking the low end or in the mid tier. That high end is kind of reserved for something a little extreme. Yeah. Right. But if they're cool with that range. Now you got some numbers to play with, right? 850, you know in your head what that 850 is it costs, right? It's something that might be bigger, need a little bit more work, yep. condition-wise, whatever, whatever. Now, if you see it's something basic, you're not going to go down to 650. You're going to be at 750. Yeah. And that's in the middle. It's to them, it's going to be like, "Oh, well, it could have been 850. 750. We're getting a deal." Yeah. And this person talked and to me, and it's good. it's everything that I want. And it's going to be very hard for them to say no. Then later, how do you handle the money objection? Okay, let's say that price range doesn't work. And they're like, oh, it's so expensive. Mirror them. Expensive? Yeah, you know, because I got it done five years ago, and, like, it's, it, it was, like, 500 bucks. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And how do you overcome that? Well... When you got it done five years ago, out of curiosity, you know, is this the same bathroom we're talking about? Well, yeah. Well, you know, for 500 bucks, it lasted, you know, some time, but wouldn't you like something that might last a little bit longer? You're putting it in their court, bro. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, look, and if they, if they say, you know, you got to let them talk. Keep quiet. If they say yes, if they're like, you know, well, I'm cool with it lasting five years, you then you say, well, look, in an ideal world, if you paid 200, 300 bucks extra and you got twice the amount of time out of it, wouldn't you be happy? It make more sense. Guiding questions. Yep. You're making you're you're making them think all these things out. What, like they cannot be reactionary, and they're going to answer you honestly. And they are, and and because look, when when you they're going to be like, listen, I I I will be honest with you, I don't care about the extra two three hundred bucks. If it lasts me another five years, great. Yeah, and then you know, okay, cool. 
then I can adjust or I could just, this person's not for me. They don't qualify for what I, what exactly. I, what I'm providing. Exactly. I did, like, look, it, it, people need to get the shit out of their head that like sales is this arbitrary thing. It is very much whoever's listening the most, bro. Exactly. You know, branding speaks to people and, and the, it starts at the conversation after the sales. Like you already closed this person. You got over all these objections. You need to make sure that you lay out to them what happens next. And you're upfront about it. Yeah. Because people start to think people are sketchy. The moment you're not on the phone with them anymore, it's just text. And th there's no emotion on text messages. It's literally black and white. And they're like, <laughs> hey, look, so, okay, you know, you answered all my questions. I think we're going to go with you. Um, and, and you're like, great. I'm going to send you the bid and then you hang up. No. You say, okay, so here's what happens next. You want to proceed? Crystal's going to give you a call and we're going to go ahead and we're going to put a card pay, a payment method on file. If you prefer, we can text you a link or you could, you could do it like that. Um, prove the quote through the link and then we're good to go. And then Crystal will give you a call to schedule the job. Uh, choose a date and time. We're going to send you a confirmation uh, text that has the time frame. It's going to send you a reminder the day before yeah. how to prep the bathroom. All these things that they like to hear. Yeah. So that they're not asking you, hey, are we still on for Monday? You got to woo it to them. Exactly. You got to basically, like, if they're already calling you, they just need to be convinced. Yo, and they how, already want the job. How much more convincing is it after you spent a little time, 10, 15 minute phone call? Yeah, it sounds like a long time. It's not. It passes it's not, by like this. It's not. 10, 15 minutes of your time to secure eight, $900 job. And then... On top of it, they're already sold, but you're still providing that value. Yeah. Don't worry about calling us a day before to make sure you're going to get a text. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Time frame is going to be on that text message, so look out for it. Crystal is going to call you. Not some random person from Bathtub, guys. Look out because Crystal's going to call you, and she's going to schedule it from there. Yeah. If you don't want to bother going online, you can have her collect a dollar deposit there to hold your card on file, yeah. And just book it right there. Get everything out of the way. But you're setting those expectations. When the texts arrive, what does it look like? That's when you break into the boring spiel. Yep. That's when you say, look, the guys are going to get there. They're going to. This ask, is what he's going to do. Yeah, they're going to prep. This is it, how blah, long blah, blah, it's going to be. Exactly. Four, four to six hours. Exactly. This is how long it's going to take to dry. After that, we send you your warranty. Bro, you're, you're painting the picture in their head. Yep. And what, what that does, what you never want to do as an artist, is leave a painting unfinished. Yeah. This, is, this is the difference maker. You paint the complete picture from start to finish what it's going to look like. Yeah. Now, how detailed you want to get into it is up to you, but just make sure that the beginning has an end. Once the job is done and you're, you love it, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to send you your warranty sheet and, and we're going to send you a, a link to write us a review because we know you're going to love it. Yep. And, and in their head, they're seeing these things play out as you're explaining it. All you're doing is giving them the words and they're seeing it in their heads. Yeah, and they start, they start to really think like, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. They get excited. Yeah. And that's what you want. We literally just did a client a couple days ago that you sold on to. And everything, you sold her on something so good that when my tech said something wrong, she's like, wait a minute, this isn't what I heard. And I needed to intervene. Mm -hmm. like I needed to talk to her. 
And after I talked to her, she was like, oh, okay, that, yeah, that makes more sense. But she was so sold into the dream that even if one word was mistakenly said wrong, and it was mistaken because obviously my tech's not trying to screw anything up, um, she was so sold into what was sold, what was already dreamed to her that if she heard one word wrong, she didn't like it, and we needed to call her and reassure her. And we did, and she was fine, and... She was so perfectly fine that she called me afterwards and she did the payment and everything, but that's how much it matters to sell that dream to the client, Mm -hmm. how good it is to give that picture with no doubts. She has nothing to ask for anymore because everything before she even, you got to anticipate these questions before they even ask it. We know what they are. You already know what they are. You got to pretend like you are the client and just literally whatever questions you come up with, Answer them before the client even asks. And, and, and look, They're going to be grateful. Yeah, they are. And, and, and let's be real. There's people out there who are going to listen to this. Like, I don't know what the questions are. What are the questions, Carlos? It, it comes with experience. Like, it, it really does. But, but, but like, let, let's be real. What are the questions? It's the same. It's the same, the same thing every or, time. Or the though. objections, right? Yeah. What are the objections? The, the objections, objections are, are usually pricing or, or, or like what's going on with material or the process. Um, my wife. Long, yeah, 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 exactly. I got to talk to my husband. Exactly. Um, the spouse. It's almost. We're so renovating the bathroom. Yeah. So time frame. Time framing. Yeah. Or I need it last minute. And at that point. And I needed ASAP. These, these are all things that you need to be asking. You need to be getting these things out of them. Because that's when the ball's in your park at that point. Because <laughs> on that last you one. know how to steer the conversation. Yeah. If look, I remember, look, this is something my dad used to do. And I did not like it ever, and I would never do it. Even if I'm booked or booked, like right now. We're yeah. like we're booking jobs for early, early February. I will never call a customer and be like, or a customer calls me, and I'm like, hey, just so that you know before they've even spoken. Just so that you know we're booked out for a month. That's a turnoff. The, the turnoff turn is that if there's someone who really needs it last minute. You've just shut them down. You, like, bro, you can make it work. There's an opportunity right there to, for it to be better. Well, here's the thing. A person who needs it last minute is willing to pay more. Exactly. Usually. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's an opportunity. So what do you do? Okay. Maybe you, hey, how about... Instead of doing that job start to finish today, Ralph, Tyler, whoever, I want you to go prep that for him while you're working on that exactly. and spray it. You go spray it. Or you tell the client, look, your deadline is the 25th. I'm going to have someone come in and prep it on the 23rd. And on the 24th, it'll get sprayed. Done deal. We'll get that shit done for you. Because you're paying more, I could pay two people to do this thing. Exactly. You like... But you need the context. Without context, you're selling to the fucking black abyss, bro. You're you're selling to nothing. You're selling a script. You that script doesn't work for everybody. No. You you have to mold yourself into everybody, every individual client. It's not a one size fits all and, sort and of ordeal. I, I guarantee you, the ones who it is working with, it's not the script that's working. It is. The branding, yeah, the, the stuff branding. that you do on social media, yeah, what you talk about, it's things that you're, you've done that have, they've spoken to them. If there's somebody that's a referral, that speaks to people. Like my friend had a good experience. I'm going to have a good one. Exactly. The, 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 having the script is that shit almost never works. It's that they've seen your reviews, all these things that speak about you, that speak to something that might be one of their insecurities. 
No, let's say like they really are really, really, really concerned about changing the color. They have a black tub and they're really concerned about, well, how's it going to look white? And you have a review on your Google page and they put pictures of uh, changing a black tub to white and it looks beautiful. You know, you can give them a boring ass spiel, but that branding spoke to the customer already it's sold for them you. Before you even they before they even called you. Exactly. It was already sold. Exactly. So like these are all things that go hand in hand. But I'm talking about when you get that new customer, the ones that aren't that low hanging fruit that are easy to get, you need to peel back. You and and if you don't do it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Also, if you peel back, it opens the door for you to upsell without upselling. You know, we're really looking to do our tub because we're thinking about tearing down the walls. Why are you thinking about tearing down the walls? I hate this beige color. I hate it so much. I'm actually just going to put uh, the same, you know, uh, the same three by three uh, exactly. subway tile. Well, if you didn't know, we actually can paint those also. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could reglaze tile. I never heard of that. Oh, yeah. And there, bro, you're, oh, you're selling without selling. Yeah. Because you asked the fucking right questions. It, it's a missed opportunity, guys. Don't let that slip you because that's. At the end, you're leaving money at the table if you're not doing that. And, and look, trust me, bro. It feels awkward to ask. That's why sometimes when I ask the guiding question, especially when it, like, when I see a tub that looks like it's been through the ringer, like I'll ask like, hey, so out of curiosity, why are you getting it done? Is it just the condition or the color? Like I'll start throwing the little hints in there because obviously they're getting it done because of how it looks, exactly. right? But usually you listen and they start talking about the, like, yeah, that and that. And also, you know, I really just like, you know, we're, we're renovating the bathroom. We're doing all these other things. They'll throw other things in there. We're changing the vanity and we're going to change the top. Yeah. You also refinish tops. Yeah. You also refinish vanities. And, and, and you, yeah, and you don't just go in like, we do that too. The way you do it is, oh, okay, you're replacing the vanities? Yeah, yeah, we're replacing them. And oh, so like, so why are you guys replacing them? Oh, well. You know, really, it's it's mostly because they're they're like uh, beige and like we want them white. Hey, we you know that we we actually reglaze those so that you know. Yeah. Oh, really? And it's going to cost you a heck of a lot less than to replace than it is just to refinish. Exactly. Absolutely. And and, and you're always coming at the sale when you do this shit correctly. It's flawless. It, it just flows. Exactly. Flows. You're always coming at it also from leverage. Yep. Because you're not ever sounding desperate. You're not looking for the sale. You're looking for questions that you know the client is going to be inclined to bring up. Addressing so their concerns. Exactly. Exactly. And I got to, again, I get a lot. I, I, sub, I get subbed a lot of these works for bathtub guys. I leave bathtub guys jobs with a backsplash or a cabinet refinishing all the time. Because I happen to be asking these questions when mm -hmm. I walk in the door. And sometimes it's things that I don't do and I tell them, take them, man. Or like so sometimes we're just busy. Yeah, It happens. Also, sometimes they slip through the cracks. Like, I'm not perfect. But look, every single lead that comes into Bathtub, guys, I talk to. Crystal answers the phone. She gets the information. And I call them one by one. Today, I called 25 people. Whoa. Holy shit. <laughs> and I, I, my, my job is to... Siphon through the follow up yeah, yeah. the ones, bro. I got two jobs while we were sitting here, but um, the new leads. My job is to see who's serious, who wants to sit down for a conversation, yeah. right? Those people are really likely to convert. The ones who don't, 
Usually, I'll give them a chance to start a conversation. If not, I'm assuming, okay, maybe they just want a price and then talk about it. Yeah. And usually, I'll send them a price, and if they're into it, then they'll engage and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm open to have a conversation. And then it, it, it's kind of doing it in backwards because then you're not, you're not bringing up like, hey, you know, how much something like this would cost. But that, this is how you handle that, right? Let's say somebody really doesn't want to talk to you unless they see the number. Then they're suddenly interested. When you call them, you say, look, uh, you know, you asked us for a quote on your tub and all this. I'm assuming the price, you know, what was relatively in, in your in your ballpark, considering you know we're having this conversation now, right? And usually they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, the price was good, or they'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a little bit higher than I expected, but you know, I think we can make it work. And then now you know where to guide the conversation. Exactly. If the price was right around where they were thinking, next thing is okay. So how do you want to proceed? Well, you know, we're doing a couple of things or, hey, we're ready to schedule. Yep. And then you lead the conversation there. If they're like, it's a little bit higher, a little bit higher. You know, what were you really expecting? Well, we were expecting this, this, and this. And that's your chance to provide the value. Well, we are, we are a little bit more expensive. We hear that from time to time. But we include this that these people usually don't. Mm-hmm. You know, or our warranty, you know, part of the reason we charge more it is. matters. We got all, lifetime warranty. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, or you could also come at it from this angle. Well, out of curiosity, you're saying it's a little bit more than expected. You know, is this a place you're planning to live or is it a place you're planning to sell? They might hit you with the, oh, well, you know, I'm flipping it. Oh, man, don't, should have told me that before. Look, here's what I'll do for you. Yeah. Here, I'll do it for, instead of $650, i will do it for 600 even. Mm-hmm. And whenever you have another flip, you let me know. Now I know that you're flipping houses because you're not going to need the lifetime warranty. I mean, I'd be more than happy to give it to you. But if you're going to sell the place, it's less liability for us. Also, you, you could play it in. The beautiful thing about this, you, you could play with a bunch of different scenarios. You could necessarily, like, you could bring down the price yep. in negotiation with the client. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm willing to go down 50 bucks. Yep. Once the job is done and I know you're going to love it, I need a five-star review on my Facebook, Google, and, uh, and, and Instagram. Or yep. would you mind standing next to me next to the tub and doing a little quick five-minute video about how, how was your, your expectations and uh, did we meet them? Yep. I, I, I'm trying that every job now, literally. Yeah. Even for so, your jobs, I'm literally doing that. That's beautiful. Clients. And, that, you know, I honestly, I've told people to do that before, but I'm glad you brought it up. So in that conversation, in this scenario where they say, hey, the price is a little bit more than I expected – well, listen, man, you know, how about 25 bucks off if you write me a really good review? Boom. And that they review. They are going to, first off to them, leaving a review is nothing. So they're yeah. going to be like, what? All I got to do is leave a review and I get $25. Yep. You, you're winning them over. Yep. You're, you're literally winning them over. They're more than willing to bend backwards for you at that point. Exactly. I, I went to a job. Sorry. I didn't yeah, mean to you're good. You're good. I, I went to a job site uh, yesterday and I locked down this job. And mind you, I was there for two hours. Yep. I was, I only was there for 10 minutes of the estimate. The rest of the two hours, I was just talking to the clients. I was referred. I came highly recommended. This is a cabinet job, not a tub job. And I was just there talking with the clients. The job, it was sold when she hit me up. Mm-hmm. She already knew she was going to go with me. I probably should have even priced it higher because I'm pretty sure they would have said yes. But I got low overhead. I, I, I know my numbers very well to the point where I know where to play them. And I still threw it at her. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down on so-and-so price so long as you're going to leave me a good review on Google, Facebook, 
Instagram, and you get to just stand after we're done with the cabinets. You just stand with here, with me here five minutes, and we just we go over the process. Is that good with you? She was ecstatic. She was all, I was already going to do that, but now it's even better. I'm telling you, that matters. We got to stop thinking in two dimensions and start thinking in three and four D. Oh yes. Stop oh, thinking yes. about just closing the fucking sale. Because if you don't hear somebody... Look, this is an old saying. I don't know where the fuck I heard it. But if somebody pulls up to the BMW lot and you're trying to sell them a Mercedes, <laughs> it's not happening. Right? Exactly. If someone if someone has a Honda Civic budget and they go to the Lamborghini dealership, you're not helping them by entertaining that. Right? Exactly. So, like, we context is important. Context is important where you advertise how the ads are are made, how you interact with clients, how they interact with you, the expectation of the job, of the process, of the outcome, of the follow-up, of the follow-through. You need to be in doing all these things. Yeah. That's how you build trust. If oh, you yeah. leave them in the dark even a little bit, you did not paint the full picture. Yeah. And that's what we got to do, guys. And that's what this podcast is about. We need to get together. We need to talk all these things out. That's why we're talking it out right now. This isn't for us. We already know this. Mm -hmm. This is for us to share the information that we already have that we know has been working for 90, since 93, you know, for me at 2016, you know, with the ups and downs and everything. We already know this stuff. We're doing this for you guys, and hopefully we all get on the same page because, like I said earlier, high tide rises all ships. And if we can all get to that happy medium where we're in a good competitive pricing and we, we all have our, our, our niche is nice and tight as far as what we're selling, what we're asking guys, price isn't going to be an issue after a while. It's mm -hmm. just how good are you selling yep. at that point? Because the quality is already there. We're all doing the good quality. Obviously it, it's, it's, it's so that we can learn to sell guys. It, it's it, it really does matter. And so does branding. That's why he keeps on talking about it. Branding is everything. It's a culmination of all these things we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you having that conversation with them is branding. Yep. Your brand is you don't just shoot out numbers. Oh, yeah. We are going to talk to you oh, yeah. and find out why you want this project. Oh, yeah. What about that tub is pissing you off? And what ideally is it going to look like when we're done? Oh, yeah. And you're painting that fucking picture in their head to where there's not going to be any question as to what to do it. Oh, yeah. You know, when somebody look, if the budget is right and you paint the right picture, this is why giant companies put out these big commercials, right? You know, they got the guy in the fucking nice car with the red interior in the dead of the night racing down the fucking highway. And to, for the person with the budget who that spoke to, nothing's going to get that commercial out of their head and make them go with a Honda versus that Lambo, bro. <laughs> nothing's going to do it. Because if, if you are the Lamborghini of your thing, if you are the top tier, if you are the, the, the five-star service and you're able to illustrate that to them, why would they go with something else if it's in their budget? They, you've already sold them on that. Exactly. And look, I'm going to end it with this point, and we'll, we'll just go back and forth a little bit on this. But look, there's one thing I've learned is that buyers are liars. I've talked about this before, and I'm going to pose the question to everybody watching this. Yep. Who are the types of people who buy home services? It's not broke people. I've been broke. You've been broke. Yeah. 
Do you call people to fix shit in your house? Nope. No. Not when I'm broke. Not when I'm broke. <laughs> Me neither. Yep. You go and you figure it out and you watch YouTube videos and all this other shit. Yeah. Now, with necessity things like plumbing, shit like that, sometimes you got to do it. But for cosmetic stuff, we're slapping paint on it, Papa. That's what we're doing. Exactly. Like, when you're broke, broke, you're not buying home services. You're not thinking of these things. Exactly. So, when I say buyers are liars, it's that they'll say they could only afford 400 bucks. You didn't sell the job good. You didn't sell the job good enough. You didn't provide the value for them to think about spending 600 instead of 400 Exactly. And listen, if you really believe that buyers aren't lying to you, who in their right mind would spend their last $400 on reglazing a bathtub? When there's a bunch of other things that need to get that are more important. Exactly. <laughs> now, do they only want to spend 400 Yes. Why? Because, and then that's, what, that's your job. You call that's, them that's, and you say, look. <laughs> you're reiterating now. Exactly. exactly. Now you go and you do the, the process. Hey, why do you only want to spend 400 Your well, brand. I read <laughs> online that, you know, that's what this should cost. Where would you read that? Well, I read that on Better Homes and Gardens. You know, that's based off of the national averages. You know, like, you know, and, and Orlando's a pretty competitive market, blah, blah, And then you, you know, so like, it's just a place that you're living or selling. Start guiding the conversation. Yep, yep. Bada bing, bro. You might be able to do it for 400 well, If they're selling the place. Work with them, man. Work with them. Sometimes we have to work with those numbers. Why am I going to let a couple hundred bucks slip through my fingers Especially if, if it's within the margins, mm -hmm. if it works with you, mm -hmm. it works with you the materials, it takes care of your guys, it takes care of you, and you're still bringing money to the bank. Mm -hmm. Guys, it's not just, again, that's where you start flipping things. You're just listening. You don't get, you don't panic. Now, you're, that's when you're starting yeah. to offer, okay, well, you know what? I'm willing to go down on price. Yeah. How about when I know you love it, I need a review on this thing, Y and Z, and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Let me, let me, let me say this, look. We all do work, commercial and residential for the most part, right? We will give a hotel a demo for free yep. with hopes of getting future work. Absolutely. And then on top of that, when we get the future work, we also heavily discount the job. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the, the warranty isn't as long on a hotel than it is in a house and blah, blah, blah. These people usually take 30 days to pay. If you, if somebody, look, if, you, if you're charging like 500 bucks and somebody says, I only want to pay 400 and you automatically tell them no. You are a shit salesman. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta work with that. You gotta you gotta work with the clients. Yeah. you gotta talk. Well, you gotta, you gotta talk. talk. Your way out of that. Look, you gotta talk your way out of it. If it's somebody who's gonna live there, and you know that the liability is gonna be there and all this, well, then that's what you start painting the picture as. Well, you know, if you really want something that's gonna last, and you know, you really want this really good warranty that we offer, you gotta that, paint that quality. Exactly, you gotta paint that quality. And then you could be like, look, we could do four fifty. You know, I get it. 500 might be a little too much. And they're, they're going to go for it. And then on the flip side, if you find out that they're just flipping it, you do it for a you hotel. Can work out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why wouldn't you do it for a house exactly. flipper? Exactly. Exactly. But the crime is not listening. And that, that, that's what this podcast was about today. Exactly. It, it, you know, branding is so many things, but your sales process is part of your brand. And if you don't have one, exactly. get one. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, so guys, listen Work with it. Remember, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Every client has different needs, different issues, different price margins. You got to put all these things in consideration. If you really want to... Listen, I understand. Sometimes you think 
sales part is the crappiest part out of owning a business. And I get it. But you're only as strong as your weakest link. Make that your best tribute. Make that the best thing. Work on it. For 2024, if you think that you suck at selling, that's fine. You can think that all you like, but do something about it. Yep. Literally. If you're not getting an estimate or two a day, you're not doing it right, and you need to figure it out. And you need to talk. The, the, I get it. Talking with people, especially talking with strangers, getting money from strangers and how to convince strangers to give you money that's an odd task. It's not a task everybody can do, but it's definitely a task everybody can achieve. All you have to do is practice it every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Aim to at least get an estimate. Estimate or two. I promise you by the end of the week, you're going to be selling. Yep. You're going to be selling. Practice. Talk to a client. Forget about the selling process. Just get familiarized with them. Yep. Get, get, just, just get familiarized with them, and I promise. It, it's going to be good, guys. And, and for a lot of people out there, man... Look, it, it, you guys aren't me. If, if, if I was not busy in January this year, I would be doing everything in my fucking power exactly. to be busy next January. Exactly. Like uh, 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 this, this thing that people do. And there's a lot of people under, uh, yeah. that, under his belt that he needs to make sure like, people are busy. Exactly. Bro, like me personally... I would never just settle for, oh, well, that guy's not busy, so all right, I guess it's okay. <laughs> and look, 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 I get it. Not everybody's high volume and doing a lot of stuff. By the way, high volume does not mean you do bad quality. I hate that fucking correlation. The that terminology with it. Yeah, people, yeah. oh, you're doing high volume, so I'm guessing. No, bro, it doesn't mean anything. But still, look, like, this is the point. If you're slow and you're not asking yourself why, you're not going to be in business long enough to find out the answer. And I'm going to end it there. Exactly. And to piggyback off of that also, you put yourself in that bracket. If you get a lot of cheap sales, your branding is wrong, especially if you want to aim for the high sellers. You need to rebrand yourself. And that's where it's at. If only if you're only getting cheap people calling you, yep. there's something about your branding that you're doing wrong, and you need to, re, you need to fix that yep. because... That's also what keeps people in, out of business. That, that's what gets people out of business. But awesome, awesome podcast today. That was really, really good. These, we, we talked a lot about a lot of good stuff today. We're going to have a really interesting one coming up soon with oh, another yeah. refinisher. And it's yes. going to be four people on the panel this time, which is going to be good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I got to learn to shut up on that. Actually, that's the day after my birthday, too. Oh, yeah. That's the 27th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. It's going to be fun. But let's go ahead and end it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see you guys on the next one. You guys have a good night. You've been listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, he's got a jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.